WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. And good morning from Berkshire County, Pittsfield, morning, Massachusetts. Morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. We have a studio full today. We really, yeah, we <coughs> really do. Jesse's here. Susie's here. That's right. My and lo- my lovely wife, KD2KLW, is here. K- KD2KLW? Is yeah. that you? Nice. Yeah. I like it. It's a and, good and, call and, sign. And, and call the reason she is here is because I, I love doing very special shows. It says one of those shows that is very, very special and not really ham related and such, but he's only going to be on for a very short amount of time. So well, yeah. I mean, he has other stuff to go yeah. ahead and. So do we are going to have on, and we've been we've been plugging this for a while. News Ten Chief Meteorologist. Chief Meteorologist. Massachusetts native. He's he was also a, a hockey player growing up. Yeah, He's a pretty he was. interesting guy. I was a hockey player growing up. So yeah, he, he <coughs> yeah. was. I uh, when um, and, and, and and pet connection, premier person. That's right. Steve Caparizzo. We'll be calling oh, yeah. us here and in when, a uh, few you minutes. Talk to him, when you talk to him, also remember one thing. He's also just recently went ahead and had an anniversary with Pet Connection. Oh, great. What, what was the anniversary? Um, uh, 30 years. Yeah. 30 years with WTEN. That's commitment so as as, right there. As soon as I find you out, as soon as I get my tablet booted up, we'll go to the trivia question. Oh. And, um, in, in the meantime... We also... Go ahead. I also know someone else who he managed to help way back when um, it was a matter of fact it's my adopted daughter it's her family it's her blood family <coughs> that had a dog that had Debo um, yes Debo 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 yeah it was uh, her it was part Timberwolf and part um, Basenji wow that, that's that. Uh, that's a beautiful combination. Oh, it was a beautiful dog. And the thing was, is her blood aunt Audrey had had a heart attack, hmm. and she was going into unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. And he was the only one around. He kept barking to keep her up and to keep her with and to keep her with him. That's extraordinary. Until. Her husband George went ahead and called nine one one, and he kept barking and kept and kept mm-hmm. waking her up, mm-hmm. and kept nosing her and waking her up. They had gotten her to the hospital. She had to have a quadruple bypass. Oh my goodness! And so and so this dog Debo, yes, yes, Debo, Debo was um, was acquired through the pet connection. <coughs> he no. was recognized. he was um, recognized by Steve as a hero. Oh, and he went ahead and donated to help pay for vet bills okay. and to get Debo certified. So this as is a very personal dog. connection. That's right, that's yeah. amazing. Let, let's get very to the much. ham radio part of the show. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> today's trivia buzzkill. Que- today's <laughs> trivia question: 
He was best known for singing on various Christmas specials like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And he became a silent key on April in April 1994. Oh. Who was he? Oh. Let me get my Googler. No, <laughs> just kidding. Googling. Just kidding. Oh, I think I ha I think I actually have it. I didn't know that he was actually 1994, you said? 1994. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So some some crooner. I, I yeah. I, I wanted to keep this out of the out of the radio show actually, but I guess we can't. Uh, the given the ongoing increase in COVID nineteen cases both internationally and in the United States, the FCC has put in place new measures to protect the health of its staff. To begin with, visitors who during the most recent 14 days have been in any country that is subject of a COVID-19 related CDC level three travel warning are not being allowed to enter FCC's facilities, including its Washington DC headquarters. At the current time, these countries are China, Iran, Italy, and South Korea. Similarly, similarly, employees and contractors who, during the most recent 14 days, have been in any of these countries are being asked not to enter FCC facilities. Moreover, the FCC is suspending mm. until further notice non-critical domestic and international travel. In addition, the commission is suspending until further notice any FCC involvement in any critical large gatherings that involve participants from across the country or around the world. The chairman's office, in consultation with Public Safety and Homeland Security Bureau, the Office of Managing Director and Office of General Counsel, will relax current precautions should circumstances warrant for further information please contact mark stevens at the office of the managing director at 202-418-0817 or mark stevens at fcc.gov oh wow yeah steven how is steven spelled please m-a-r-k-s-t-e-p-h-e-n-s or s-t-e-v-s-t-e-p-h-e-n-s mark stevens at fcc.gov okay great Stevens is spelled a couple ways. I'm just. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Go. <coughs> Here's some uh, news. Motorola wins million dollar theft of trade secret case. So interesting. Not even kidding. <laughs> a jury, um, a jury of the U.S. District Court of Northern District of Illinois has awarded Motorola. Motorola Seven hundred and sixty-four million dollars, and instead, and step of secret, and copyright infringement again against Hytera Communications. They had they, it was um, filed among about complaints about their digital mobile radio. Okay, I hate to I hate to rush you. But can you give us the synopsis? Because guess who's on the phone? We want to get as much time <laughs> in as we can. Oh, that's all right. I can finish the rest of this later. Right, yeah, we'll finish the rest of it later. All right, on the phone, and thanks for being here. And Thank you so much. A crazy day. On the phone. Thank you very much. Sir. WTEN Chief Meteorologist and that Massachusetts native, Steve Caparizzo. Hello, Steve. Hey, and welcome to WTEN. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry to cut the conversation short. I feel kind of bad. 
<laughs> no, it's fine. You're 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 the. Uh, we've been waiting for this and promoting this and waiting for you to come on the show. So we cut everything short to get you on. That's right. Well, thank That's you right. so much. So let's. I know we got a little short time. So real quick, uh, we know you're a Massachusetts native. We know, and congratulations, you've been on Channel Ten for thirty years. But let me in the studio. We have my, my daughter Jessica. Hello, sir. Hi, Hi Jessica. My, my co-host, my other co-host, Susie. Hey, Steve. And hey, Susie. And, and, and my wife, Darlene, who really wanted to talk to you because you're a reason why our, our kitty cat's at home, and we'll get into that in a few minutes. <laughs> but uh, for right now, um, t tell us something that maybe we don't know from Channel 10 or you know, give us a little bio on yourself. Well, I'll tell you a funny story. I, I grew up outside of Boston, up on the uh, northern suburbs, a small town of Georgetown. Oh, of course you were a hockey ever. player then, yeah. Right, I was big in the hockey yeah. growing up, broke my nose twice. Back in the days nice. when we didn't wear helmets. Yeah. Ooh. And they told and they wanted you to fight. You remember that? The big bad days of the early seventies. That was what hockey was all about at that time. Yeah, hockey was uh <laughs> it was a pretty nasty sport, but I, I, I love playing hockey. One day my dad and my mom sat me down in the kitchen and I think I was like twelve, and they said, Steve, you know what? We can't afford to keep buying your skates every year. Hockey time back in those days, you had to pay to use the rinks. Right. There weren't a lot of hockey rinks. They gave me shorts, a T-shirt, and a basketball, and a pair of sneakers. And said, you're playing basketball. No more hockey. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I get that. That's when my that. hockey career ended. Oh, well. Oh, goodness. So when you but I always, I always, you know, I'll tell you something. Growing up in Eastern Mass, I always, and this is the truth, I always wanted to live in the Berkshires. That's beautiful. Out and here. in the 80s, I worked, as you know, at Channel 22 in Springfield, Mass., WWLP. I do. And I had the chance to build a small home in East Otis, Massachusetts. Oh, nice. On Algeri Road, in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by state forests. <laughs> and I loved living there before moving to New York. Yeah, I'll bet. Great spot. Great, great town. Small community. I loved it. Nice. So w when you were growing up, and, and uh, I see how, how I can say this, when you were growing up, what made you decide that weather was going to be your biz? Well, weather was always a hobby for me. I, I was probably seven or eight years old, and I, and I just got interested in it. In fact, most of the people that I've worked with over the years, it's the same thing. We all have a common theme. It starts as like a curiosity as a child, and then that just keeps growing. And it's more of a hobby than a job. So, you know, you go through school, you think about what you want to do, and you really have a passion for weather and weather forecasting and understanding, you know, and trying to figure out why things happen the way they do. And that leads you into the profession of meteorology. Not a lot of us go into TV. There are many, many smarter, more brilliant weather people than I'll ever be. Those are the people that do the research, develop the computer models. Um, what I do is I'm just able to communicate the weather maybe a little bit better than some people. I, and nice. That's the, the question superpower. I think a lot of us want to know is if we look at the weather maps, we look when you uh, do the weather and Jesper Ganty and Tim Drawbridge, and you talk about upper, upper level lows and lower level lows. How can you see that on the map, or is that something you just learned from college? No, it, you know, the basics of weather haven't changed since I graduated college way back in 1982 from Linden State. Uh, we still send weather balloons up every day, twice a day. 
we get upper air data that shows us temperature, pressure, humidity, winds. Uh, that information is put into computer models that have some amazing uh, mathematical equations using the, the science, physics, chemistry, things of that nature. And so that's where it all begins. It begins with data and then using that data to input into models. And we can see these cold pockets of air or where a storm might form. Now, remember, and I, and I always say this to people, um, bad data in ultimately means a bad forecast coming out. So you can't take the computer's hook, line, and sinker. In the, in the joke we have in the weather department, and I've, I've lived by this for 35 years that I've been doing weather, if I can't be better than the computer models, <laughs> then anybody can do my job. <laughs> so we pride ourselves in, in, in being better than the computer models. Nice. Snow, rain, As it should be. Like so uh, um, we're not going to get too much into work, so I'm going to want to slide over to your pet connection. But how, how much stock do you take in the armor, the farmer's almanac? That's I buy it. Question. I read it. I have fun having it. I bought one every year since I was a kid. Me too. Um, yeah, you do too. I do. It, I do every time. It's good. It's good reading, right? There's it some is. interesting stuff in it's there. It's very interesting, and the gardening uh, side of it too. I think is, yeah, is yeah, interesting. Absolutely. I get a lot out of it. And you, mm -hmm. and you know, you look at the forecast, and let me tell you a little little trick. Um, you, you know, when you see a forecast, say uh, March, and I don't have it in front of me, right. March 15th through the 17th, major storm, heavy snow, mountains, rain. That's sometimes a forecast that they'll do. you got to remember, on average, on average, we have precipitation in New England once every three days or once every two and a half days in the spring. Mm. So it's not... Almost anybody could pick three days in March <laughs> and say rain, <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna be yeah. right. You're gonna yeah. be more than likely. <laughs> That's funny. So and true. You, it's true. You, you take it with a grain of salt. I mean, yeah. climatology goes into it a lot, and we average precip about once every two and a half, three days during the spring season in, in Western Mass. Right. And that's why we call the Berkshires the Berserkshires. I still love it. Still my old stomping grounds, and I um, always love Berkshires, and I especially love uh, the high elevations up by the state forest. From I used to love the, the stretch from uh, going right up Route 8, all the way from Otis and Beckett, all the way up to... Savoy in Peru, some of my favorite areas oh, are up in there. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. I got this country. Uh, it's, it's gorgeous. You, you listen oh, to yeah. him on the WTBRFM. We're foregoing our usual format because we only have Steve <laughs> for a little while. So, um, on the phone, News 10 ABC Chief Meteorologist Steve Caparizzo. So, okay, we, we've done enough about weather. We want to slide <laughs> you over to your passion. We, we want to talk about kitties, which is pet <laughs> connection. So, what did you adopt? Tell me about your adoption. Well, we'll let. Um, I'll, I'll send you. I'll give you the story in case you don't remember. I sent you an email about a year and a half ago about um, my wife who lost her female um, cat um, after a few years, and you, you know, you sent an email back saying, you know, we can take care of this, and we didn't have quite have the money to adopt and anything, so we can take care of this. Go pick one uh, from uh, you. I guess you called somebody Hudson Mohawk Humane, 
and go pick someone. Pet Connection will take care of it. Um, we're simulcast on PCTV, and my daughter is holding up. I'll send you the link on YouTube when we when we get it up. But that's our Theo. He's a <laughs> he's a little munchkin that we got from Hudson Mohawk Humane Society. Care of awesome. you. And Pet Connection, and my wife wanted to just chat with you for a minute. Please do. Steve, I wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, truly. Um, you, are very, you're, you are very welcome, and uh, I'm so happy that you guys found one another. I always say somehow they have a way of finding us, and he congratulations found me. on Theo. Theo oh. actually found me when I walked into the... Um, the area where they are, you know how you go into yep. the rooms. Um, it was the one um, by the door all the way to the far end of the complex. And I walked into it, and he just fell in love with me. He's only six months old. He was just a little, little one. And I sat on the floor trying to communicate with the other ones, the little girls and the, and the rest of them. Because I really was wanting to get another little girl, but Theo was just absolutely gorgeous. He come right up, he sat on my lap, he started crying and with his little, oh. his little tiny meows, and then he decided to give me the head butt hello. I'm here, pay attention to me, and I think you're super. And what and I can I go home with you? Wouldn't you love to pick me up? See, it was meant to be, right? It was meant yes, to it be. was. It was. And he gave me the headbutt and then the kiss on the forehead. There, I'm yours. Take me home. And I know you've been <laughs> I know you've been doing this for a very lot of years, but tell us how you got started with uh, pet connection. I know and I know you're a foster failure too. So <laughs> <laughs> tell yeah, us how you yeah, got started with pet connection. Don't ask me how many pets I have, I will will not answer that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um Pet Connection, you know, everybody always wonders about Pet Connection. I think it starts with all of us loving pets. So, you know, it, it was no different than anybody else. And my mom, when I was growing up, um, you know, adopting and rescuing pets has kind of become a big thing nowadays. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's helping, right? Yes. Oh, back, yeah. You go, you go back 40, 45 years ago, nobody did it. Nobody ever talked about shelters. Mm. It was kind of the place you don't go to. It's the bad place. It's And, I, you know, certain things you always remember. And my mom always said, we have to be the voice for the voiceless. And, you know, when you're nine years old, you don't think much about that. You know what I mean? It kind of goes in one ear and goes out the other. Yeah. And, and I remember, and we always had cats. My mom always rescued cats and tried to help. And, and you, same you don't understand. Mom. You know, yeah, mom's. A, I miss my mom so much. She was truly one of my heroes. Um, I remember her emptying her pocketbook on the kitchen table. And we had five kids. My dad worked two jobs. We didn't have a pot to pee in. We really had nothing. We were just, you know, <laughs> it was yep. tough growing up. But we, we had a great, great family. Yeah, and my mom, was counting, my mom was count, counting coins quarters, nickels, pennies, and and she was adding it all up, and she, whatever it was, I see her take a dollar bill out of her wallet, put it in a piece of paper, write, hope this helps, puts it in an envelope, and sends it to the Massachusetts SPCA in Methuen, Mass. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, well, Ma, what are you, what are you doing? She goes, well, whatever I have at the end of the week, 
I can give to help the animals. And when you're nine years old, you think about it, it doesn't hit home. And then you realize, the older you get, how significant that was. And it was an amazing life lesson that I have never forgotten. And I always said to my mom, I said, Mom, if I ever, ever get into a position where I can make a difference for pets to help them in some way. And I didn't know what it was going to be. You know, it might be me going to a shelter and cleaning cages or walking dogs. It wouldn't matter to me as long as I was helping. I said I was going to do it. And Pet Connection actually started in 1985 at WWLP in Springfield, and it was called Pet Corner. (laughs) And every Thursday night, We'd have a pet on from the MSPCA. And if I'm not mistaken, WWLP still does a pet segment, but it actually started in the mid-'80s. And then when I came to Albany, we called it Pet Connection and started it here in 1990. So that's the the history of Pet Connection. So over the course of of between WWLP and and what you do in Albany on Channel 10 every week, how many pets do you think have you've given forever homes to? Well, you know, we've it's hard to put a number on it because we hold so many adoption events and sponsor so many pet adoption fees. Sure. You know, people have been so generous. But we figure, you know, conservatively over 30,000. And uh, we've raised about $1.4 million since Pet Connection started Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. But all that money that we've ever raised goes directly to getting pets adopted. For example, uh, I'll explain how it works. I'm kind of, I always say I'm the (laughs) middleman. I have the best job in the world. I work with great people that are in the trenches every single day. They're the real heroes, not me. People that are with the shelters and rescues every day. I do the fundraising. I can collect money. I'm the face of it. And then I can take that money, and when I hold an event, I can hand out money to help with the adoptions. So it might be 8000 on this event, 10000 on that event. Berkshire Humane Society, over the years, I've been able to donate a lot of money to as well, so it's always been important for me to help the folks there because I love the Berkshire Humane. I love the people there. I love John Peralt. He does great work. So it's a, it's a all that money facility. has spread. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful place. It really is. All that money impressive. over the years has been spread out amongst 25 rescue groups and shelters wow. in New York and New England. We treat everybody equal. That's it doesn't awesome matter work. what your size is. We treat every rescue and shelter equal because they all have a huge impact on a pet's life. For sure. And the thing is, Steve, is I've sat there many of times and watched how you've gone from one place to another. You and Tim, you're always bouncing back and forth and representing um, the pet connection. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. And I love the pins for pets. That <laughs> I lo- That is something. It, it's really incredible. I really think yeah, it's really th- awesome. Thank you for reminding me. Mark it on your calendar. <laughs> What's pins April for pets? April 24th. April 24th is okay. Pins for Pets. Yeah, okay. Pins for Pets. Pins for Pets would be the bowl, if I'm not mistaken, Steve, it would be your bowling tournament, right? R- right. We, we, we oh, charge fun. $20 per person. Half that money goes to uh, rescues and shelters. Um, we have thousands of dollars in raffles. We have 50-50s. We have Pet Connection merchandise. 
We have a little bit of everything. It's a fun day. Spare time in Latham from 3 to 10 o'clock. Um, it gets really busy around 5 or 6, and we broadcast live there from 4 to 6.30. So if you want to be on TV and wave and say hi, uh, stop on over after 4 o'clock. All right, we got to go to a break. I don't know how long, uh, how much longer do we have you for it. you got to run, or can you hang out? or? Um, I can do it maybe another five minutes if you want. Uh, okay, Hold we can on, give you another five minutes. Can we, can we do that? We can give you another five before we go to the commercial. Or go to the break. Awesome. That'll work. Uh, uh, yeah, that'd be great, Pete. I'd be more than willing to hang on. I'm so, going to be doing some forecasting while I'm talking to you. Oh, good. Do some good. Live forecasting. Live forecasting. So if the forecast is wrong, I can blame you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was distracted. And he throws that right, right, right under the bus. Right under the bus. Right with the show, I get thrown <laughs> under the bus, but this time by Steve Caparizzo. That's right. And I will take that. That's right. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just... You I tell, mean, it happens every time. We just don't know how it's going to happen. Just, yeah, tell, yeah. Je- tell Jess it's my fault if she messes yeah. up. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, I know you said you're not going to tell me, but how many pets do you have at home? Well, I'll tell you what my wife and I do. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've always had dogs and cats. Uh, we've gravitated more towards uh, rescuing smaller dogs. My wife um, and her best friend started up a rescue about eight years ago uh, called Free to Be Me Rescue. Oh, and wow. the whole concept of that was we were getting dogs breeding dogs out of puppy mills and so that's how the name started free to be me they were free to be themselves they were out of a cage they were no longer breeding now they rescue almost anybody's dogs it could be an abuse case cruelty case a puppy mill dog an owner surrender they they take everybody and their motto is and this is why I love them, and, and you know I love my my wife for a lot of reasons, but I love her especially because they never say no to a pet in need if they physically can help. They don't care what the expense is. They don't care if it's a 15-year-old dog that has cancer. Um, so that is kind of what we live by, my wife and I. So today, over the years. You know, we've adopted our, we have what we call our pets, but our pets have now expanded into a, uh, a bigger family. So my wife and I only rescue the very old seniors and uh, hospice dogs. So, so awesome. in our house, we have, we have many, but as heartbreaking as it is, because sometimes we don't have them more than six months a year. Sure. Um, we, we do it because we can. We do it because we want them to be happy till their very last day. So nice. Exactly. And, and, and we do it because not too many other people would do that. And, and we feel like we can do it. We have no children. We have the resources. Yeah. And m- my wife has the passion to always, always help those that nobody else wants to help. And that's kind of what we live by today. And you've mentioned on the air before you're a foster failure. So how many times have you been a foster failure? <laughs> what does that mean, a foster well, failure? Meaning okay, yeah, you're going to have to explain meaning, it for, meaning that for, some, but for that some people who haven't followed Channel 10 in a while. Well, well, I don't know. Well, a foster I don't failure have a TV. Is, when you, is when you take in a pet and you're fostering for a rescue group or shelter, and there's many of us out there, many, not just me, not, 
not me, it's hundreds of us. You'll take in a dog or a cat, and you'll foster for that group in hopes of getting, getting them adopted. So you go to adoption clinics, you help them be rehabilitated, maybe take care of their medical needs, and then you find them homes. A foster failure is somebody that will be fostering, whether it be for one month, two months, six months, and guess what happens? You fall in love with them, and you can't give them up. So that is a foster failure, and yes, it has happened to me. Nice. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll, we'll let you get back to uh, your forecasting here, because I don't want Jess to be blaming me for <laughs> whatever forecast she messed up. It, it was nice having you, Steve. Uh, thanks for... Listen, uh, I, I, I want to thank you guys, and I especially want to thank um, everybody that helps make a difference in a pet's life. And if I can leave everybody with one thing, one, maybe two things, <laughs> if, if, I, if I have the time to do it. Is it okay? You've got all the time in the world. Okay, thank you. Number one, if you ever see something, a pet in distress, a lost pet, know about animal abuse, get involved. Don't turn your back. Get involved. I know it stinks sometimes. I know it's hard, but please get involved. Never turn your back on something that you know is wrong. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you're thinking about adopting, and I know we all love the puppies and the kittens and the young, healthy pets, please consider senior dogs, senior cats. They may be six, seven, eight years old. They have many years left ahead of them. And you know what? Quite frankly, they're a lot easier. You know what you have, you know their personalities, and they fit into your family so quickly as opposed to a puppy or kitten, which a lot of times may be fun and cute, but you got to remember that's a lot of work. So please get involved on anything that you see is not right pertaining to the welfare of a pet. And number two, always think about adopting a senior pet. That is, to me, that is true rescue. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you, Steve, for being here. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll drop you an email later, let you know when uh, when this actually, uh, when the YouTube video's up so you can listen to it. Awesome, awesome. I, I look forward to it, and I'll, uh, of course, I'll be posting on my Pet Connection page as well. Nice. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. News 10. Thanks, Chief guys. Me- it's been a pleasure. Have a great day, okay? Yeah, likewise. You, you too. too. Thank you. News 10 Chief Meteorologist Steve Caparizzo. I Wasn't like that, that cool? I like that guy. Yeah, Wasn't very, that cool? very, very cool. Got to watch I'm him sorry, on Channel 10. I know, I know. I don't and have a TV, but but I can, I, I can find out about him in other, by other means. News, there are news 10 so ABC.com. All right. Oh, yeah, and they'll give you the whole bio of and everything sorry, I didn't mean on to cut him off here and, yeah, and how it good. goes and everything. Yeah. Um, I cut people off all the time. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. We will be back. We've got to go to the break. Uh, this is uh, Ham On. You're listening to Ham On and WTBR. You hear that, Boris? I'm not deaf, Natasha. Dumb, maybe, but not deaf. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No. No, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De- decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. 
It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait, communicate. Get started today at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. PCTV and WTBR are bringing Restaurant Rush back. Mark your calendars for Wednesday, May 13th for an evening of great food, music, raffles, and more at the Tavern of the A on Crane Ave in Pittsfield. If you're a local restaurant, we want to hear from you. This is your opportunity to showcase a dish in front of over 100 guests. Space is limited, so call 413-445-4234 today to reserve your spot and make sure your restaurant is represented at PCTV and WTBR's Restaurant Rush. Is your little one safe inside your vehicle? Is the child seat installed properly? Is it the correct seat for your child? Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madeline with the Pittsfield Police Department reminding you to please keep your children safe. Follow the safety seat manufacturer's recommendations for height and weight and check NHTSA's website or our Facebook page for recommendations. If you have a question or would like your seat installation checked, please contact our department at 413-448-9700, extension 575. Our officers are certified safety seat installers. Thank you. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR. Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk, sensors are picking up a Klingon Oops. battle cruiser, rapidly closing on the station. <laughs> wow. Are you okay over there? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> are you having technical difficulties? I am having. What What happened is I I started um, drinking coffee again. So I'm a little bit not jumpy. Not decaf? Yeah, not decaf. I'm a little bit jumpy today. So, so, that, and so that was... Uh, her volume was up a little bit. My volume was a little bit high. I, of, of all the guests that we ever get on this show, there are just some that kind of throw you all in a tangent here. And oh, yeah. That was uh, one of them, Steve Caparizzo. And you got thrown under the bus by Cap. I got thrown <laughs> under the bus live <laughs> on air I on WTBRF yeah, yeah, Usually it's your daughter who does yeah, that. Or this you. Time. Yeah, or me. Or me. <laughs> that's true. I'm never here. Being yeah. the wife, I have my assistant wife right here. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I can do that's it. Right. I appreciate it. Yeah, every good. Day. So I have I have a uh, carte blanche to throw so him under the bus. Be then. Before you yes, finish, yes, you do. Before you before you finish your story, why don't you catch us up on BCR? So WBCR LP ninety seven point seven Great Barrington. Uh, you can find us at www.berkshireradio.org. There's a live. Um, streaming player or you could listen to us via um some kind of a, an app we like tune in um and oh, we're wbcrlp so so um we are live on the air now and we're we're starting to populate the schedule with live shows so we're oh, breaking really? into automation every so often and some of our more experienced djs are spinning records and <laughs> talking and it's awesome. it's incredible it's so exciting and it's so much work I'm oh, exhausted, but it's it's. Um, I'm really happy with the way that things are going, and she she's getting as busy as I am. She I does, know. <laughs> she's on the air like she she texts me on Facebook. She's on the air like every night. Well, comes here once a week and and, and yeah. does this show. Yeah, uh, but I I well I I am on the air a lot because right now the the schedule is open, and so I pop in whenever I feel like it. Kind of <laughs> so, um, one of these days I'm going to settle down and pick a regular slot. 
um, and figure out what uh, what format I want to pursue. But right now, um, I have guests, and really, what I'm treating those slots as are are uh, training slots. So we'll be we'll be live on the air and talking and playing music, but it's a way for everybody to learn the board and get some experience while we're while we're getting going. And, and then once you. the once the schedule is populated, then then really what I'm looking for is. Um, once you get a routine down all right. the way, then you'll be able Real to... Real quality to, production. Yeah, exactly. yeah, definitely. Regular um, regular shows. Mm. So, so yeah, that's where we're at. It's, it's a very exciting moment. It's, it's, uh, it's actually perfect timing because it's like spring. Exactly. We're just really... The radio station's we're really start, I know. We're really starting yeah, to open what, up. And, trust me. I know yeah. what it's like going ahead and listening to a DJ go ahead sometimes and uh -huh. really, really keep track because... As, a, as I Here know from a long time ago, I'm, I'm about ready Here to throw, throw my, my husband under the bus. But okay. when he was a Twice teenager, today. what do you think he was doing? He was what? spinning records. He Do was stuff a DJ. you can't say on the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. I, I love him. I said, him. what What I, was he doing at he 17? He was a DJ at a yeah. roller DJ rink. At, at a, a roller, roller rink. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Wow, put, I didn't know that about you. That's that's some those, real street the, cred right there. For those who want to know <coughs> how the guy, the, how the guy who owned the roller rink lived across the street. I love that. And the story goes, uh, uh -huh. I'll tell you a story real quick. The story yes, goes, please. when the roller rink opened, they played not quite the stuff that was popular back in the 80s. So it was some guy who had a bunch of records and just kept them on busy. He knew that I had a massive, massive record collection. See, you you're my people, kidding. Peter. And I mean, I had, I, it, it, it would have put WTBRs to shame when I had yeah. my massive record collection. So and they have a whole entire wall. And they have a whole entire wall <laughs> back there. Yeah, full I, well, of, I've, full seen, of I've seen their record collection. They it's got impressive. all kinds of these Taconics albums. But <coughs> he came, he came to me, and I was actually. Um, kind of doing house shows out of my house, so didn't have much at the time. Microphone, couple, you know, yeah, couple little you, turntables. You don't, you don't need very much. So he said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna come in and and play records up at Wheels Plus?" Really? Because I go up there all the time. I was skating up there all the time. So I went up there and I brought, you know, thirty or forty of the best that I could figure out. And this was 1982. So I went, you know, from the 80s back to the 60s, and we, just for a joke, I played the other DJ's last little dance record, and then to start my set, the light, I turned the lights off, and it was silent for about a minute and a half. Okay. When the lights came back on, so did the bells from Hell's Bells. <laughs> we, <laughs> That's a there was not a... Day, and, and I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't do it five, five, seven days a week. We were open because I was also, another couple of the other skate guards that worked at Wheels Plus, they uh -huh. had a sound show. And they would play schools and they would play, um, you know, house parties and stuff like that. So I got involved in that. So I was going between Wheels Plus and doing the DJing for the, the house shows. But, you know, we went from whatever... 1920s dance stuff that they were playing into ACDC, the Beatles, Elton John, Aldo Michael Nova, Jackson. Michael Jackson, and it was drawing, I mean, we were drawing people out, and at that time there was like five skating rinks. We had Wheels Plus, Guptills, Rollerama, Starburst. Starburst. Did you grow up in Albany? Yeah. Oh. 
So I'm learning a lot about up until wheels plus people today. uh, Up until uh, 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 you know for five or six years, you know Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights were rock and roll forever nights at Wheels Plus, and we just got so many people in the door. Oh, but. You know, we were tur- we went, like we went from you know a Friday night having twenty people to a Friday night having four hundred, and the other side with Wheels Plus is not only was it a roller rink, but we had a dance floor, so whatever was going on in the booth for the roller rink was going on in the dance floor. Yeah, and that I knew because um, in 1984, I was there and I was roller roller skating for the first time. I took a tumble. Okay, no problem. Did you write in front of the DJ booth and mm-hmm. Peter rescued you and the no, rest more, is history? More, is that, more, is more that like, where this well, is going? Well, more like it was on the carpet in front of the snack bar. And, and <laughs> what she's not yeah. telling you is, we'll make this real quick because we still got to show it to yeah, yeah. Well, we'll make this real quick is uh, she was pregnant with uh, a certain uh, co-host oh, over in the corner before, there. But before we had gone ahead and got pregnant, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> um, a little bit before that, um, we kind of like moved a little quick, though. That's we okay. were engaged to be married, That's and okay. he went ahead and played "Woman" on the. the on That's the, your song. Yes, it was, and he went ahead and came and got down on one knee, and he says, "Marry me or else." At the roller rink. Yeah. I love this story. It I was just marry, I really marry me or else that I. It's the best thing that's it. happened to me all yeah. week. This is a great story. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, so back, we were back to the roller roller together. rinks need to come back. By by back the way, back to the ham yeah, radio. Back to the ham radio. Is that why? Is that why we're here? That's why we're here. Uh-huh. That's what this show is about. Okay. I think. I've, I've lost control of the show today. That's okay. Well, we have to let everyone know exactly a little bit about you. Your co-hosts are three sassy women. You know. Yeah. And they're all saying, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> he also got me into ham radio, too. So right. I mean, oh, man. No, no now we segue back. You, all right. yeah, no matter here how we are. you go ahead, and he gets me into everything. So Good deal. we had some new ham, ham operators coming in February. Yeah, I know. Congratulations mm. on that. So I'm going to read the list real quick. Samuel Hirschberg, KC1 MSB. Woo. Lois Hunt, KC1 MSC. Randall J. Miller, KC1 MSA. Richard A. Sinclair, KC1MRL. Go, Richard! Robert Yay. F. Goulet, KC1MQX. Robert, Robert Van <laughs> Somalison, KC1MRI. MRI, nice that's one. a good one. And E. Rock, KC1MRM. Todd E. Army, KC1MRJ. Michael Lissor, KC1MSF. JR Jordan, KC1MQU. Christopher Murray, KC1MRK. And and from our session that we had on February 29th here at the Berkshire Bank Community Room, Joseph Gromes, KC1MTM. And Craig Mallory, yes. KC1MTM. Those are the new hams for Woo. Western Massachusetts. That, that a, that's a that's one a, of, a one pretty of the people, big if I'm list. not mistaken, I think you turned around you said was listening to the show, and that's how he ended up knowing everything about going there. And he's probably listening to the show yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Skywarn, congratulations. Skywarn training April 30th at the Berkshire Bank Community Room at 7 p.m., Put on by the by <coughs> myself, National Northern Berkshire Amateur Radio Club and the National Weather Service in Albany. Limited <laughs> seating is available in the hall. Mm. You can go to NWS Albany and sign up for that. So that's at Skywarn Training. 
Yay. I think I'm going to that. And we're making some progress with Field Day. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, all right. We are. I'm drumming yeah. up. I'm drumming up some excitement. I did contact a couple people. I don't want to talk about it in the air just for privacy reasons, but I did contact a few people, and so we've got we've got a couple other people who are coming. And you've offered to do food. I've totally offered to do food. And you also and offered to do food on July 18th. That's correct. I'm a pretty yes. I'm a pretty creative cook. I'm not amazing, but the food should be healthy and flavorful and, and interesting, and, and not just. July, bags of chips. You July eighteenth, up at my house, up at uh, on on Wakona, Bo- on Wakona Street. Wakona Boulevard, huh? Wakona Boulevard, Wakona <laughs> Street. July eighteenth, two p.m. We're having a section picnic. The most of the 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 big deals and the section staff will be here. Marsha Ford, K1WU, will be here. Mm-hmm. Ray said he'll be here if he's not out working. Um, I'll be here. It'll be um, great. Will will be here. Oh, good. Okay. Um, um, and and, uh, and the guys in the back, because they've been invited to. Oh, w- yes. Yes, they The have. staff from WTBR and PCTV will be there. It's July. And, of course, all the hams are invited. It's bring your own dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, that only means one thing. We're Satellite dish? Guess who gets we're to We're going to supply. Yeah. No, I'm cooking. We're supplying the hot dogs and the hamburgers. I'm cooking other stuff the night before. You're so cooking some stuff. Yeah. He's apparently going to. Oh, yeah. Bring something. Yeah, I'll probably bring um, uh, some salad. Um, and uh, I'm not sure. I haven't thought about it yet. So it's but Jul- definitely July something interesting. July 18th. I'll, I'll coordinate with you, Darlene, actually, no so that we put out a nice spread. <coughs> oh, yeah. Maybe cookies. Jul- July 18th at 2 p.m. All the hams will be invited. Please RSVP so we know exactly how much food we have to dish out. Please cool, RSVP cool, if cool. you're planning on coming to my email, kd2jkv at gmail.com. Could you repeat that email address for folks no. who, who <laughs> can't understand no. rapid you only paid speech? For, you only paid for one email. Read off. You didn't pay for two. Okay. <laughs> Here, here's another quarter. It's another quarter. Yeah. It's Kilo Delta 2, Juliet Kilo Victor at. Gmail.com or kd2jkv at arrl.net. So we know your story's kind of been <laughs> put off here. We're all put off tonight. Uh, uh, today, it, it, it was Steve Caparizzo had to change yeah. it. We changed the whole format just what to a, have him in here. It was so worth it. What a cool it's guy. It's so worth it, wasn't it? Yes, Such it a cool was. guy. I've, I've been waiting for months to get him yeah. on the phone. Maybe at some point, maybe at some point, we'll actually get him to show up in the Berkshires and actually be live on the air in the studio. Be fun. If anyone, if any, knows how the weather here is, it'll always be to me. When I first got here, if you weren't happy with the weather, wait five minutes and welcome to the Berkshires. That's right. I'm I'm like, are we serious? Yeah. The weather's been really crazy this winter. All right. So uh, we have like 10 minutes. Time flies here. So we need flies when you get thrown under the bus by Steve Kaplan. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, go ahead with your news story. Day, uh, in early 2017, Motorola filed complaints in federal court uh, alleging that uh, Hyliter digital uh, digital mobile radio or DMRs products. 
employed uh, techniques and systems that infringe upon Motorola's situation patents and trade secrets. So they pretty much went ahead and sued. That's what you need. Uh, high uh, chair communications for copying for basically copy. looking at their stuff and going, hmm, I can make that. I can copy that right down to everything and then sell it for Copyright less. and infringement. Exactly. So that's, what, yeah, that's what that's Susie a, that's needs. A good, that's a good one. That's to what go Susie ahead needs is DMR. What's DMR? Digital mobile radio. I, that's exactly what I need. This. I have so many things that I need to talk to you about in general, but yeah, DMR definitely. Uh, DMR is awesome. I just I just put mine back on the air yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can talk to the world off your HT. I keep on forgetting. I can yeah, get on I'm that super thing and go ahead and say hello too. I've got that ability with the general. I keep forgetting I have it. You don't even need to. Ge- <laughs> the, the funny part about DMR is you don't need your general for DMR. I. All you need is your technician's license. I have a brain fart today. I keep forgetting it's for the other big box that's in there. Yeah, the other big box that there's like no uh, conditions yeah, then, for. Yeah, then then yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, you mean DMR. the one? That, oh, you mean the one that you key up and you set the smoke detector off with? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, Steve got one in. I needed to get the second one in. So yeah, we're not <laughs> quite sure exactly what goes on with that. No, what it is, I think it sets off the frequencies. So uh, every time, so it's I think it's like eighty meters or something like that. When it when it keys up, our apparently the alarms that are on the smoke detector are set to three megahertz, it's really which funny. is eighty meters. It's really so funny. being yeah. I can't have anything outside. I try to run my long wire in the house. It works beautiful on forty. Works beautiful on twenty. And thirty or, or uh, seventy-five, no, no good. Yeah, it yeah. Sets off the smoke detectors on, the smoke on seventy-five. Detector will go off and it'll turn around. And it'll start and eh, 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 and it'll go. Uh, uh, smoke, evacuate, smoke evacuate, smoke imminent, evacuate, evacuate. And we're like, what the uh, heck? I come running in. No, I come it's just hot air from, from Peter. I, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, I just that's three. <laughs> that's three. If you're keeping score at home. <laughs> Oh, look, now the lights are flickering. Yeah, See what yeah. you guys did? I know. I know. The power's getting ready to go out over here. <laughs> but, yeah, it was definitely it, it, it's kind of weird. I come running out, and I'm looking, and I'm like, what, 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 where, where? Who's cooking what? You know? No. Nope. And it, it, it's your radio. just goes, Dad was talking. I guess it got overheated from hearing his mouth. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 really. Yeah. That's four. So That's four. Yeah, yeah. So right, we, we will be hopefully trivia, we will be trivia there. question. Well, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go to the break. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, can I go to the break? Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed? Yeah, I think we need one. Right. <laughs> I think I need a break since I came in here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we will give us a break. We will be back. The estrogen <laughs> level is high for you today. We will be back after the break. Maybe some of us will. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Ham on on WTBR. <laughs> Kirk, there are Klingon soldiers on this station. This is the Goodwill Industries of the Berkshires and Southern Vermont. Our mission is to help our community members with barriers to employment, attain independence and self-sufficiency, gain confidence and enhance quality of life, all through vocational, educational work, training, and support services. You can contact Goodwill at 413-442-0061 or go to our website at www.goodwill-berkshires.com. Well, hello. Hi. Wow, you are looking fabulous. 
fabulous. Is that a Gucci handbag? And your shoes are gorgeous. They're Italian leather. This skirt is Chanel, and I treated myself to this Tiffany bracelet, too. Did you get a raise? I wish. No, I got all this and more at Catwalk Boutique. Catwalk Boutique? That's right. I got the Gucci handbag and Chanel skirt at the Great Barrington location and the Tiffany bracelet at the Lennox store. Well, you have to tell me about Catwalk Boutique. You will love it. It's an upscale resale shop for women. They have something for everyone, from casual to designer, and everything in the shop is donated. Best of all, 100% of the proceeds benefit Berkshire Humane Society. (laughs) I think Mitzi approves. I have to check it out. I'm headed there now. Want to join? The shop is dog-friendly, so Mitzi can come, too. Oh, absolutely. Catwalk Boutique. The more you shop, the more animals you save. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and at catwalkboutique.org. This is the Goodwill Industries of the Berkshires and Southern Vermont. Our mission is to help our community members with barriers to employment, attain independence and self-sufficiency, gain confidence and enhance quality of life, all through vocational, educational work, training, and support services. You can contact Goodwill at 413-442-0061 or go to our website at www.goodwill-berkshires.com. It rocks. WTBR 89.7. And we are back. Welcome back, everybody. And <laughs> what, what are you Googling over there? <laughs> I'm a fra- I, might, I might be Googling the, uh, the answer to the trivia question, so I, <laughs> I now know the answer to the trivia question. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, in, I'm in line here to, to win the prize. Okay, note to self, next week we take her phone away from <laughs> her. <laughs> Why else would, do I have That's it, you know, if mean. not to... We actually have, we got like six minutes take, left, so we... Take my coffee away from me, too. We, we actually have sort <laughs> of space weather. Sort of sort space of weather. Space we- I like sort doing of, sort of. Well, we have no sunspot I'm, cycles. I'm, but, yeah, I'm, into, I'm into space weather. Let's do it. A new sunspot is emerging in the sun's southern hemisphere. Oh. Its magnetic polarity d- d- identifies it as a member of New Cycle 25. Mm. Although the sunspot is relatively small, it is also dynamic and has produced one of the first loud shortwave radio bursts of the new solar cycle. Oh, wow. Cool. So, holy stankies, you guys might actually have a solar, might actually actually have a sunspot? uh, We may have some propagation. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that that be fun? We may have some radio entertainment after all. Get up there and get it it to the point that they actually can be able to, you know, (laughs) talk to people around the world and find out what's going on besides the mutual (laughs) news problem that's going on. Everyone... Is getting too hyped on that, it. That, I'm that's sorry. what DMR is for. It's so next much. week, I'll put mm. this out. Next week is another big show. Really big show. Not talk, really big talk, show. Talk to me. Next week is a ham radio big show because we will hopefully, hopefully. have Bob Heil. Oh, not nah. oh, the Howler Mike. Howler Mike. Heil microphones and all. Sweet. You know, you know that little. What? You know that the uh, the little thing that. Um, you What's his face uh, talks into um, what a microphone? No, um, Ted Nugent. Oh, oh! When he does that one, I forget what that's called. Oh, the voice the manipulator. Vo- the voice manipulator. Yeah, yes. Bob Heil made that. Nice. 
Awesome. He did stuff with The Who. He did stuff with Bob the Heil Stones. is going to be here next week. Well, on the phone. That's so cool. And he's a lot, a lot of ham radio operators use Heil microphones. Ooh. That is Maybe impressive. he has some factory seconds he can... Factory seconds. That's <laughs> most impressive. <laughs> most impressive. Yeah. That's right. All right, so That's the trivia yeah. question, and you are disqualified. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get from Googling it during the show. Well, I, I, I didn't intend for you to see that that's what I was doing. I'm <laughs> right here. Unless you do it under the table, you going to see it. I don't think anyone's paying attention to me, but, you know, you I'm always paying attention. He's usually going when he asks me questions. I go, nothing, never mind. Nothing, never mind. And then I act like I don't know what Dongon's saying. He was best known for singing on various Christmas specials like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And he became a silent key on, in April of 1994. Ted Nugent. Who was he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Frosty gonna the Snowman. Gene Autry. No. Can no I really? say? Can I guess? No. <laughs> You're disqualified. <laughs> All right, Darlene. Just, just. Any. Let me let me give you a hint. Silver and gold. This for Silver our lives. I knew, gold. I knew that before. It was K A six H V A. She didn't even Burl have to Eyes? Google. Burl Eyes. Nice. She's so smart. I knew it was Burl Eyes. So you don't find out who's you know, I mean, a lot of people who I are ham, who, who are ham radio operators. Burl oh, Eyes. Wow. Yes. So cool. I think I had Mr. gone Silver ahead and, gold and read something like that Silver when um, and gold. I watched when I sat Silver there and I read the old and gold. yeah. When I sat there and I watched the, or um, I read the uh, obituary, and it was on the bottom, uh, that you kept going through it, and it had the long obituary, and it had everything onto it, and then it turned around and said, uh, F, uh, you know, basically, and then, then they turned around and they said, oh, yes, and also, for th- for um, he's also a silent key for him, and I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, wow, and I'm like, uh, don't know what it is at the time, but, you know, I was quite impressed. So, but, you know, w- w- once again, thanks. Now to I do. <laughs> once again, thanks to Steve Caparizzo. It was a beautiful, wonderful show. And we, we are so yes, happy yes, to have you, Cap. Steve Caparizzo he, uh, on the phone. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Very cool. I, I w- I've done many things on what with, with the watching of Steve and everything. Mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. Um, my mother, God rest her soul, gave me a letter, gave me an, um, a letter that was made. And um, it basically, in, thing in it a was nutshell, a Christmas it, it's poem. A cri- it's a Christmas poem. Cool. Of um, for uh, shelter pe- pets. Sheltered pets, mm. and it gives the heartbreaking of the fact that you, um, they're there. They need love and they need support and everything mm-hmm. while they're in the shelters as well. Well, well, and also you bring and you a bring a, a a pet into your home and and it and it um, enhances your life as well. Yeah. Improves your life, so it's a win-win. And you know, also, also the thing is, is you know, all they're looking for is lo- is love. Mm. And during the during the Christmas time, you know, they're they're sheltered pets. Okay. Give them more of, of the love than the ones that you would, you know. Yeah. All right, we're out of time. No. Yes, quick hour. I know. Jesse, as always, thank you. Thank you, Darlene. Thanks, always, always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, Darlene. I love being here and. Well, I'm sorry and, I threw and, you under the bus, but I love you. I and WBCR's <laughs> own and That's Hamon's right. own. That's right. Susie, my always a pleasure having you here right. with us. Thank my you. assistant wife over here. She's <laughs> got to be over here to help out. That's right. Keep you in line. Somebody's On behalf do it. of Somebody's the casting do it. crew of Hamon, 
We bid you 73, and we will talk to you next week. With Bob 73, Hiles. guys. 73. 73, so everyone have a blessed day.